Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hallelujah, and thank you for tuning in. Thank God for another day. Thank God for restoration, waking us up, and starting us on our way. I am excited about God's Word today. I am excited about the Holy Spirit. I am excited that God will do for you what you cannot do for yourself. I just want to come to you and tell you good morning. This is Minister B.K. Henderson, and I am thankful in the Lord today. I have been doing some studying and reading this morning, and and God has led me to a place that uh, we know he is able to keep us. And, and, And I was just in the book of Ephesians, and I am... I'm I'm always amazed by the writings of Paul and Paul's life. I really connect to Paul's life because Paul was transformed and his life was transformed and is written through the letters that he wrote to the different churches that he established. And 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 I want to to take you to a place today where Paul expresses how he got to where he was and, 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 and how he labored to put the work in to be what God had called him to be. And, and, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Not only how do we change or how do we, what happened, we, what we're talking about is what really happens after repentance. What we're going to talk about today is not how much, not how you get there, but we're going to talk about how you stay there. And, and that's what our title is going to be today. I might not be what I used to be, but I thank God that I'm able to stay in the grace that he has established in me. And sometimes that can be difficult because we shoot out of the gate when we get saved and we come to Christ. We shoot out of the gate on fire for God and and, and then life starts to creep back in, and, and, and sometimes that, that, that the flame will go down. But Paul explains to us how to always renew that fire that burns within you that, so you can always be effective for Christ. And, and that's what our lesson is going to be today, how to be an effective witness for Christ. Let me just go to this. We're going to go to the scripture in a minute and we're going to pray. But let me say that gratitude, obedience, grace, and mercy, all of these things fit together to make us better. I thank God for, in my prayers, when I get up in the morning, I always say, God, I thank you for another day. 
Because tomorrow is not promised. So when I get up in the morning, I am grateful to the fact that God has looked down and blew the breath of life into my body one more day. So we're going to get started. Let us get started. If you have your Bibles, would you please turn to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. The fourth chapter. And it's a little, it's, it's, we're going to go from 417 all the way to verse 28. 17 through 28. And, and this, you know, the Spirit woke me up this morning and this was, this, this is what God was saying to me. It says, this I say, therefore, verse 17, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the fertility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from life, from being alienated from a life of God because of their, because of the ignorance that is in them because of their blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness and greediness. But you have not learned, you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth in Jesus, that you should put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on a new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, put away all lies. Let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer. But rather let him labor working with his hands. What is good that he may have something to give. Him, who has need. Let us pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for that, that powerful word that Paul wrote to the Ephesian church. God, you are an awesome God, and you wake us up every morning, and you start us on our way, Lord. And I pray for those people, Lord, who, who are have gotten sick with COVID, Lord. I pray for this country and this world, Lord, through all of the corruption and the killing. And I ask that you just blanket us and cover us, Lord, for, with your spirit. Leave your long hand of protection upon us, Lord. Lead us and guide us, God. Have mercy upon us today, Lord. Make us better today than we were yesterday, God. 
Lord, if there's anything that's in us that you didn't put there, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you just uh, root it out, but fill us with your spirit. Lord, allow us to walk upright, Lord. Allow us to, to, to be just what you called us to be, for we have a job and a mission, Lord. We just want to walk in that mission, Lord. For your word says we should let our light so shine that others may see our good deeds and glorify my Father who is in heaven. And Lord, I just ask that you allow my light to shine, that someone may see Christ in me and you get the glory, God. For this is nothing that I did, but I give all honor to you. I'm grateful for you in my life. I ask that you take care of my family, my friends, all of the people that are connected to me and through me, Lord. Have your will and your way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My title is going to be, A Change Has Got to Come. A Change Has Got to Come. And I was excited about when I read this because I understood and I looked at the summary of what the writer went through and how he can come to this understanding to, enough to tell the Ephesian church that you need to change your mind. Whatever you've been doing, whatever you've been thinking, you have to realize that it was just false. It was not real. It, it, it's amazing that we struggle from time to time and go from storm to storm and life shows up and, and, and it's, we always seems to be in the same struggle. The, the bills are late or... Or, or, or I'm looking for work, or uh, uh, I'm worried about where I'm going to 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 live or sleep, or, uh, or or what am I going to eat? And Paul is letting us know through this letter that he wrote to the Ephesian church that if you want to get out of that rut. If you, want, if you really want to change what's going on with you, then you need to change the way you're thinking. You need to put some stuff off. But before you can even actually change the way you're thinking, then you have to realize that what you're thinking is not what God has you thinking. It's what you have you thinking. Most of the time when I was had troubles and things and going through my life, it was because I had came up with a master plan about how I was going to change my life. Maybe you didn't get that. I just said how I was going to change my life. I come up with this master plan and it never panned it out because I was always trying to fix me with the same mind that had got me where I was in the first place. And, and, and this part of scripture talks about it. it says because of their ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. See, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. You know, I know I couldn't. 
Yeah. People be telling me, well, man, maybe you need to do it this way, and I already had the answers, and I don't even know why I asked them. I was really just looking for somebody to agree with what, with the craziness that I was thinking. God is an awesome God. God would not, you know, the Bible says that we need to be renewed. We need to renew our minds on a daily basis. Most of you guys hear it when I pray because at the end, at the, at, when I look back at the end of my day when I lay down, I've thought said something, said something, and did something that probably wasn't pleasing to God and it was developed in my mind and it filtered down to my heart. And when it filters down to your heart, guess what? Most of the time, nobody is going to be able to tell you anything else. We run so far on emotions and feelings and all of these things and, it, and, and, and believe me that that stuff will trick you into not knowing what the truth is. You, you ever see somebody come to you and start telling you they marital problems and then all of a sudden you try to give them an answer or solution and they say, well, I just needed you to listen. Well, you didn't need to tell me. See, we look for people to agree with the foolishness that develops in our minds because of the type of lifestyles that we live. Paul was telling the Ephesian church this because the Ephesian church was living however they wanted to live and they were trying to justify it and make sense of it because that's what was in their mind. And he was letting them know. Whatever you used to do, you need to stop doing it. Whoever you hanging with, you need to stop hanging with. David wrote that in the first psalm alone uh, 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 when, he, when he wrote the, 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 the psalms. The, the very first one. What does it say? It say, blessed is the man that sits not in the counsel of the ungodly. You want to be blessed and you need to change the folks you hanging around. Somebody told me a long time ago, well, if you want some money, you need to go around hanging around with some people with some money. I know when I was in the streets and, 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 and we were doing the things that we did, we hung around the type of people that, that was doing what we did. So if I needed to change anything and I needed to be better, then I needed to stop doing and stop hanging around those folks that, I, that were no good for me. I needed to renew my mind. I needed to change my mind. That's why a lot of times when, thing, when it comes to enjoying certain pleasures in life, most people can't enjoy them because they have developed in their mind that that's not fun. Do you realize that most of the people, that when they come to church, and like I mentioned earlier, when they come, they come on fire for God, and that fire starts to dwindle out because they start thinking about what they can't do as opposed to what they can I, I knew for, I, I believed for a whole lot of years that there was no fun in being a Christian. I, I, I believed that all of the things that I, that I thought that I really liked, all of my form, all of my, my worldly lusts were the things that was going to sustain me the rest of my life, and I didn't want to change them and put them off. So if I decided I have to go to God, then guess what? Then I can't do that no more. I, I, I didn't realize that I needed, uh, 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 you know, 
I can't smoke anymore. You know, you know this this piece of scripture just told us that that you know we need to put off all lying. He who steals, let him steal no more. You needed to change some things, and and it talks about. In the same text, in the same text, in the same chapter, early in the chapter, it talks about, uh, it's mentioned one word, long-suffering. And a lot of people don't realize, but listen, long-suffering is a gift of the Holy Spirit. And what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you, guess what? If you can just make it through to the next day, to the next minute, to the next hour, if you can just make it through, then guess what? I got a blessing for you. I'm here to tell you that you're going to be better than you were before. Now, I understand that in everybody's life, some rain is going to fall, but eventually the sun is going to shine. I am so excited about where God has placed me and how my life has turned around and changed around that I wouldn't trade this in for nothing in the world. Now, I don't know about you. But I can always find something to complain about. But when I look back over my life, my soul cries out. And I really have nothing to complain about. God has rescued me from me. He has restored me and established in my heart. And it started in my thinking. People would be mistreating me and using me. And people would say, man, don't, don't do that. And, and, and I'll do it anyway because I feel comfortable in it. We serve an awesome God, church. If you look back over your life and really think about it, when you got sick that time and you, you and they didn't know if they were going to have to operate and, and, and they left you sitting in the emergency room for hours and hours and you knew you were sick and you didn't know how sick you were, but you thought you were dying <clears throat> and the doctor walked in and said, it's just indigestion. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Or how when you you traveling down the road in your car and you you realize that the car that just passed you when you get farther down the block was just T-boned by another car coming through the intersection and 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 you got there in the, the split second too late. Or you go in and get that job that you are barely qualified for and it. And you sitting in there waiting for your interview and there's 12 other people sitting out there waiting for the same interview. People with degrees and, and education that far exceeds what you got on your resume and they still give you the job. I'm talking about having to change mind and attitudes and, and how we approach life. You have to get in where you fit in. I get up every morning and tell myself that I'm going to let my behavior reflect my Savior. Now, does that mean I get it right? No, it does not. Because God is not through with me yet. And every day I need him. Sometimes twice a day. Because my old thinking is, 
still try to creep in. My my that old man will still try to rise up, especially when you come at me sideways, or especially when I'm feeling emotional, and I have to realize that this is just me feeling emotional. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm here to tell you that God is able and he's a keeper. And what he did for me, he'll honestly and truly do it for you. I come to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I come to encourage you to let you know that things will always get better. Because if you change you as you get better, everything around you will get better. Your relationships will get better. Your marriage might get better. You might have better communication with the people that you work with. And here's the best part, and here's the bonus. You might find yourself in a place doing ministry and letting God use you. I thank him every morning for his grace and his mercy. I find some stranger, somebody I know, I call somebody, I go through my phone, during the course of a day, I find somebody to share the goodness of God with on a daily basis. In, 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 in the midst of my own storms, in the midst of my own trials, in the midst of my own shortcomings, in the midst of my own dilemmas, I, I, I look to, to the hill from which cometh my help. People will see me walking around smiling and my soul is crying on the inside. But I've changed the way that I think because when I change the way that I think and I think uh, God, it filters down to my heart. And, and, that, and when, when you've got the spirit that filters down through your life, there is a release that comes through you which surpasses all understanding. Your bills could be due, you can be catching the bus, you can be dead broke, you can be lonely. You Listen, let, but let me tell you, there is nothing like having God in your life. I fought through everything. And I'm still here. And I've learned that through my own trials and my own tribulations, how to love somebody else. For we serve an awesome God. I just want to continue to to reach out to you. To give you some hope. Some understanding. Because God is faithful. And we have to be faithful. Paul was one of those. Uh, apostles that came from a long way. And the more he pressed in, the more power he 
more powerful he got. So I don't know what you're dealing with today. I, I, I don't, you know, in your own personal life, in your own uh, houses or homes, in your own families, in your own relationships, but I'm here to tell you that you can press forward. That you don't have to be mad about it. You don't have to be angry about it. You don't have to uh, uh, be what you used to be. Paul also told the Roman church the same message in the 12th chapter in the first verse. He says, I beg you, I beseech you by the mercies of God. By the mercy of God that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. For this is your reasonable service. And then he went into the next verse and he says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's all that we're talking about today. That's all that I'm expressing to you today. That if you wake up, that if you woke up today, renew your mind. You don't have to wake up worrying about what you was worrying about yesterday. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow is not promised. So we're going to renew our mind today. We're going to thank God for who he is, what he's done, and what he's doing. Because believe it or not, if you made it this far, then he has had some kind of favor on you to blow the breath of life into your body to wake you up. Hallelujah. I, I don't know if you caught that. Stop complaining. Stop telling other folks what they need to do. How they supposed to live. Get yourself a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if there's anything that's in somebody that you don't like, then you might want to check yourself. Because it ain't always them. Renew your spirit. Renew your mind every day. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He is a deceiver. He will make you think you're doing well when, you, when he really got a trap set for you. But if you're walking in the spirit, that was Pastor Paul's message about change. Repent. Turn it around. If you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. He told the Galatian church that. Stay in the spirit. When you ain't feeling good, go to God. You don't, listen, I pray all day, every day. You might not see me standing on my knees, but you can believe that I'm sure having a conversation with God. I ask that he protect us every day. Me, mine, yours too. Even the people who have used and abused me, I pray for them too. My, my, that was my mother's favorite scripture. She said, pray for those who spitefully use you. And I was, knew she was saying that to me because that's how she saw me. But I just wanted to encourage you today. I wanted to give you something that was going to lift you up. And I just want to let you know that you got to get in where you fit in. I don't care how hard it looks. 
I, I don't care what it feels like. If you just keep putting God first in all that you do, your life will change. You will find a more happiness in serving God than you will in serving what the world wants you to serve. It's hard work trying to be an alcoholic and a drug addict. It's hard work when you're homeless and you don't know where your next meal coming from. It's hard work trying to figure out how I'm going to give me another pack of cigarettes. You realize that all of that was, just, was, a, was a real struggle? I just want to thank God today. I haven't, I haven't been on, uh, did a podcast in a minute, but I've been waking up with God every day, and he, 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 his, his message to me in my heart was, get in where you fit in. I've given you something. I've given you an assignment. And this is the assignment. And my assignment is to encourage you to be better. My assignment is to encourage you to deceive God at every turn. My assignment is to let you know that God is able and he will fix whatever it is. It might not turn out the way you think it ought to. But if you trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding, and just trust him in everything that you do. He will direct your path. We're going to end that right there. And I just want to say I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for showing up. And continue to let God show out in your life. Let's make it a great day, people. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Continue to pray. And have mercy on us, dear God. I thank you. And I thank the people around me. In Jesus' name, amen.